Hi, I'm Alan Montecilio, and this is Balik Bayan, a podcast for Filipino Americans. Hi, my name is Andrea. I'm calling from New York City. It's Erica calling from Portland, Oregon. Hi, Alan. This is Philip calling from Detroit. My name is Christine, and my nickname is Tintin. My nickname is Ipe, short for my Spanish name, Felipe. Only my parents call me that, and maybe a few other relatives. That keeps it kind of special to me. My family nickname was Aya, and my family named me after a family friend. My nickname is Guido, which is absolutely nothing to do with my actual name, which is Erica. And I got it because my sister is like 11 months and 20-something days older than me. So when I was born, she was still a baby, and she could not say Erica for the life of her and just kept saying Guido. It gives me comfort to hear them call me Ipe. It brings back good memories of childhood and growing up. It was a family thing, but I didn't feel that it was me or I didn't feel that it was American enough. I was born in the Philippines, but um, we immigrated when I was nine months old. So when I got to high school, I actually transitioned into the nickname Andy, which honestly feels better suited to my personality, but um, I still respond to Aya when my relatives call me that. Since then, um, my entire family um, has called me Dito, like my cousins, my aunties, my uncles. And um, it's really funny because people, especially in my family in particular, see Erica as like my fancy name. And they're like, oh, people actually call you Erica. Ooh, you're like professional now. So it's definitely a family name for me and actually the only name a lot of my family members know me by. So it's sort of like I have these two identities, like an identity with my family in which like my name is Dito. And then this identity as Erica, like this professional person who exists in professional grown-up spaces. My English name is Jennifer, although I go by my Hawaiian name. Uh, my father used to call me Jengoy. Now, I have no idea where that came from. My sister's name, which is Lorene, and it was a combination of my mom's name, Lo, and my dad's name, Renee. So she got the special name blending the two. And my dad would call her Owe. And then I had a cousin whose name was Angela. And for some reason, my dad called her Cuckoohead. This is Kim calling from Brooklyn, New York. Growing up, my first nickname was actually Bonge, which my family called me because I had huge ears. Then growing up after that, when I grew into my ears, um, I was actually a chubby kid, and so they would call me Tabachoy. So unfortunately, both of my nicknames had to do with my body. My legal name is Janelle Charlize Schroth, courtesy of my great-grandfather being German, which is why my name doesn't quite sound so Filipino, but my nickname growing up was Chukai, which comes from Bachukai, which my mom told me 
was what people called like really chubby babies and I guess I was a chubby baby but then growing up I would end up being really skinny but now uh, at a whopping 140 pounds I feel like I embody the nickname Jukai at the age of 18. Thanks to all of you who submitted voicemails. It was wonderful hearing about the different nicknames we all have, where they come from, and how they're used. Uh, They all had something in common which I found quite interesting, though, and that's that nicknames tended to also be family names, or at least for Filipino Americans. And the reason I find that interesting is that's not at all my parents' Filipino experiences. Not Filipino American experience, their Filipino experience. So I talked to them about it. My parents are Dennis and Isa Montesilio, although as you'll hear, their given Christian names are much longer than that. Uh, They both grew up in the Philippines and got married there. After that, they moved to the U.S. and lived there for 12 years. That's when they had me and my sister. But then they actually moved back to Asia and lived in Hong Kong for 17 years, which is why my sister and I grew up there. Finally, about five years ago, they moved back to Manila. That'll help kind of explain a bit and frame the conversation and and let you know a little bit about where they're coming from. Uh, One last note, I interviewed them while they were in their apartment in Manila. You'll hear a little bit of the air conditioning in the background. Uh, It's really, really hot in Manila, so I did not make them turn it off. I want to start by asking um, you both to tell me about your formal names and then your nicknames. Uh, Ma, can you start off? My formal name is very long. It's Maria Luisa Carmen. And then, of course, I need to include my maiden name, Nable, and my married name, Montesilio. And uh, where did your nickname come from? From what I learned from my mom, they picked my nickname first, which is Isa, A-I-S-S-A. And uh, apparently they saw it in a magazine and um, there was an article about John Wayne's daughter whose name is Isa with the same spelling and they fell in love with the name but then you know you're not it's not cool to just name your child just one name and the tradition is you need to be Maria something, you know, because of, I guess, um, the Philippines being very Catholic. And so it became Maria Luisa, and my my paternal grandmother um, was not happy that her name was not included in my name. And so Carmen, which is my Lola's name, had to be inserted. And so it became Maria Luisa Carmen. And so that's in my birth certificate. But my Lola was still not happy with that. And so in my baptismal certificate, it's Carmen Maria Luisa. She wanted top billing. So it became Carmen Maria Luisa. And, but there were many Maria Luisas in my generation, in my, um, in my class. And so I insisted the teacher called me Isa because everyone was Marilu. Uh, there were like four Marilus in my, which is short for Maria Luisa. So I was only Isa in the entire, I think the entire city. It was quite a unique, unique nickname at the time. And so, does everyone call you Isa? Is that is that kind of your name commonly? I mean, that's that's all I've heard people call you. Everyone, and um, you know, having lived different parts of the world, of course, when we moved to America, it was just too complicated and too long to have to explain the Maria Luisa Carmen and 
and so I just I just didn't want to go that route and so everyone at work called me Maria and it was just easier so anyone who called me at home and asked for Maria I knew it was from work <laughs> so yeah it just made it simpler and when we moved to Hong Kong um, it was Isa I mean I wasn't working at the time so it was just fine for everyone to call me Isa and then when people write me checks they would write Isa and then I would explain and oh, they would no. be confused. <laughs> oh gosh, I bet that happened a lot. Yes. And I think our experience in the US has has had a lot to do with our decision for you and Victoria not to have nicknames. <laughs> I think that's that's really why. And of course when it came to Victoria it just I guess we went back to our Filipino-ness and shortened Ria, uh, I, Victoria to Ria. I, I, as I recall with Victoria, it was also a, a compromise because at the time, my mother uh, was uh, uh, name-dropping her favorites. I think she mentioned Mia. She said, oh, let's call her Mia or and, let's call her or Pia. Pia. And so Victoria came up and so the compromise was to call her Victoria, but her nickname would be Ria. So I want to get to my experience, Ria's, in a minute, but Pav, uh, I want to get to you. Tell me your formal Christian name and then your nickname. So my, my formal Christian name is Daniel Gabriel uh, Montesilio. And, uh, uh, and the convention in this country is that what, we, what you would call a middle name is effectively uh, my mother's uh, uh, maiden name. So it's Daniel Gabriel Mata Montesilio. Uh, that's what it says on my uh, baptismal certificate, my birth certificate, and my marriage certificate. Uh, and I grew up in the time immediately after the practice of naming your children after the feast days of Catholic saints. Uh, after, uh, uh, in the Catholic calendar, if you look up uh, Catholic calendars, every single day of the year, almost every uh, day. Al- al- well, now it is almost uh, every single day of the year, you can find a, uh, a feast day for a saint. So any particular day will be St. Bartholomew, St. Athanasius, uh, St. Dennis, or whomever. Um, that was the era immediately preceding ours. But during our era, uh, that was relaxed, but it was still the convention for, for uh, children to, be, uh, to have Spanish names. Because uh, keeping in mind that my parents were born in 1920, they grew up in the period right uh, during the American colonial era, but still very strong a very strong uh, uh, Spanish uh, influence. But because they grew up, my parents grew up uh, under uh, American colonial rule, there was a very strong Western influence. And this was, a, in my personal undocumented etymology of nicknames, uh, my view as the convention was when the Americans came over, they couldn't pronounce uh, our, our names half the time. So they, they would say, well, your name is Danielle, I'm going to call you Buddy. This is my favorite. This, I love this theory because you have. I, I tried to find someone to give me some kind of academic study of why, like you said, an, an etymology or some kind of taxonomy of, of Filipino nicknames. And I couldn't really find anyone who worked on this. And I'm, I think there are a lot of people with their own kind of pet theories. And so I know what yours is, but I kind of want to hear it again. Yeah, so, so the, 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 my, my theory is that there was a very strong uh, American influence, but everybody's walking around with hard-to-pronounce uh, names. And so uh, the, the, I, I believe that's how the convention started, because many people my age today have American nicknames. So my nickname is Dennis. In my family, uh, my eldest sister is Olivia Celeste. Her nickname is Bubbles, which came, I believe, from some Hollywood 
screen actress at the time. Uh, my second sister's name is Sylvia Pame- Pamela, or Sylvia Pamela here, and her nickname was Chicky. Um, Sandy was easier, Donna Sandra. She's named after Sandra Day, uh, the, the actress. And in my case, I was named after, I believe, Dennis the Menace, the, you know, the, the, uh, the cartoon character. I thought that was a joke. Are you, are you sh- that is, in fact, where your nickname comes from? I'm 99.9% sure. I remember having this conversation with my parents. Um, and, and then the other story is, if, is uh, my brother Chuck. He had a nickname before he had a real name. Uh, uh, when he was born, mom said, I want to name him Chuck. And everybody like ganged up on her and said, Mom, you can't just call somebody Chuck. <laughs> it's a cute name for a kid, but when he's 45 years old, Chuck is a little bit more of a difficult name. So she, you know, she sort of laughed and she said, okay, we'll call him Mark Gabriel. Uh, I'm also a Gabriel, and so it was Mark Gabriel. Dad was Manuel Gabriel. So you touched on this earlier, but uh, you, and you started saying one of the reasons I don't have a nickname is because of your experience living in the United States. Do you ever have a conversation about whether I should have a nickname? Um, I guess your name is short enough. And then we said, well, I'm not going to call him Al. (laughs) (laughs) Or Lanny. (laughs) So, um, yeah, we just said, don't have to explain, you know, just call him Alan and he's Alan, you know, and um, yeah. My, I, yeah, yeah and I but think, we, we um, obviously we gave you a second name um, to name you after after Papa, so it became Alan Daniel. And so, um, I mean, honestly, to me, I don't know how Papa feels, it's, it's important to me that you use both names, Alan Daniel. I mean, I guess formally, um, it has to be Alan Daniel because that's what's in the birth certificate, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. yeah, I don't know what the rules are with yeah. passports and stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was going to be Alan Michael at one point, and and then, because I just like the sound of it, Alan Michael, but it's like there's no Michael in the family, so it became Alan Daniel. Yeah, I think we settled on Alan very early on, uh, and, and, and I think my recollection is that this was happening right about at the time that Mama was talking about the Maria convention she was using at work to avoid confusion, and so... I think that was very much on our mind that we uh, wanted to give you a name that was short enough that it would be your name. Right, but then part of it too was was so I wouldn't get like checks in different names when I became an adult, right? I mean, Ma, especially you, it seems like you went through a lot of headaches with the name you're known as being different from the name you used to like access official stuff. Correct, correct. And I even, I remember having had to um, get an affidavit from some someone, I think maybe from here, yeah. from my mom, that Isa is yeah. the same person as Maria Luisa yeah. Carmen and Maria a- L, Maria Luisa, Maria. It's L. actually it's actually a very common uh, legal document. It's called affidavit of one and the same. So it it says like in my case it says I I I swear that Dennis Montesilio is the same person as Daniel Gabriel Montesilio. Uh, and that's what, yeah, that's what actually permits you to have legal documents in two names. Uh, and, and, and I think, Alan, the, the, the other sort of deeper psychological background to this is that we were right in the middle of our U.S. experience. And by that point in time when you were born, we were on a track uh, to basically become U.S. immigrants. 
So I think that that, that decision to be more westernized by giving you a name, one name, uh, and nothing else was something that was very much uh, in the back of our minds. Um, so wrapping up here, I know it's morning for you guys, and so I appreciate it. Um, I imagine both of you would not mind having grandkids someday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any preferences or suggestions or things that are important to you when it comes to the naming of grandchildren. I'm not saying it's happening anytime soon, but <laughs> in the same vein that, that, you know, as you've both said, your, your parents had some influence in some way in, in what you named your children. So I, I feel like I should ask ahead of time. So I'm not surprised. For me, um, ultimately, obviously it's your choice, but there's also the thing for me about the, the name matching the last name mm. um, that it sounds good that you know the names the name or names sound good together um, for example if it was like Johnny I mean Johnny Montesillo it sort of doesn't fit uh, as I say that <laughs> I'm realizing Dennis is so American and Montesillo is very Spanish but um, I don't know My, I mean I've never thought about that question actually now that you ask it my visceral reaction my knee-jerk reaction is uh, to what what ma said would be nice if it goes with the family name but the other maybe related part to that is something that is closer to you know let's call it the latin side of if there's such a spectrum of names so for instance names that offhand wouldn't sound good to me would be like kelly a name that for me given my background evokes blonde and blue-eyed. I mean, it's not need to get too scientific about it, but something that evokes too much of a Western or American name, my intuition would be, hmm, doesn't quite feel right. It's interesting that you say that, given that your name comes from an American cartoon. Yes. Your family's names. And it may very well be a reaction to that. <laughs> absolutely. No, you're, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. I've been awkward about it all my life, perhaps. Any, anything you've learned about how you feel about your name or Filipino names, uh, especially for maybe listeners who are trying to like figure out how to hold their Filipino self and their American self and how to build like a life that sort of contains all of that in a way that feels good to them. Just going back to what Papa shared about parents naming their children after the saints feast day on the day that they were born. Um, this is true in my grandmother, maternal grandmother's family, where everyone, as in everyone, and there they were eight children. Everyone was named after a saint. Mm. If that was their birthday and it was a saint's birthday also, and that was their name. But some of those names were very complicated sounding names like Purificacion or, or Isidra. And my grandmother... Um, disliked her name you know as far as like you know for the entire time I I, uh, I was growing up and and so she didn't like her name which? was Petra and which is Peter which is a beautiful name but there was an expression <laughs> I don't know if I should say it but there was hijo de you know instead of saying hijo de you know which is the bad word um, people would say hijo de Petra um, 
And so she didn't want to be called Petra, and everyone just called her Peting. And all her siblings had nicknames ending in ing. Purification was Puring. And there was Cecilia, which is a beautiful name, but she had to be called Liling. And Francisco was Paking, and everybody was. It's also true in my family, my, in right. my, my dad's family and my mom's family. Maybe it's a generational thing. So uh, Manuel became Maning. Uh, Amalia became Maling. Uh, you know, there, there are so many INGs. I feel that if you will continue to live in the U.S., or anyone for that matter, I think whether you conform with the, how Western society, how Western names are, it's really a personal choice if you want to have to explain that you have these names, and but you're your family chooses to call you a certain name or nickname, I think it's okay too. I went from a period when we were living in the States where uh, I didn't want to talk about nicknames. And I think that came about because we were trying so hard to mainstream uh, and integrate into American culture. Um, and, and now that we live here, I feel like I've come full circle where uh, I don't apologize for, for how this comes about. I mean, I can laugh at certain uh, unusual and, and uh, really unique and distinct nicknames, but the whole convention of nicknames, uh, as Mama was saying, is, is a, a term, it's an endearment, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a, a, a term of endearment uh, for, for relatives, and for Filipino Americans, I think it's actually almost a privilege to have a nickname, a family nickname, um, and but the nice thing about it, I suppose, living in the U.S. is you are able to, uh, it's your choice as to how high a wall you want to place between your nickname and people who can call you that and what you are more commonly known as. When I came back here, I went the opposite and everybody called me Dennis. My business card said Dennis and I actually broke a few rules at my bank by having my business card call me Dennis because I'm not supposed to do that. My business card apparently was supposed to be my real name. Uh, but I said, forget that. I'm just going to put Dennis. Everybody else's business card, it has their real name. And then write, they write down with quotes, here's my nickname. So I have a friend whose name is Alfonso and his nickname is Yogi. Well, um, both of you, thanks so much for doing this. Thank it was you. fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Those are my parents, Dennis and Isa Montesilio, whose nicknames come from Dennis the Menace and Isa Wayne, apparently. And uh, thank you for listening to Public Buy-In. If you haven't already, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, wherever else you get your shows. If you'd like to get in touch, I'm on Facebook and Twitter at Balik Bayan Show. You can also listen at BalikBayanShow.com and email me. I'm at talk at BalikBayanShow.com. Balik Band is produced by me, Alan Montesilio. Theme music this time by Blue Dot Sessions. The show's logo is by Niccolo Pizarro. We'll be back in two weeks, and thanks for listening.